0: Hi guys, it's your Big Gay Trucker and Bobby Coffee loy So I am not actually hosting the podcast today, but um, I stopped for a minute just to say hi to everybody and uh, to remind everybody that um, Tampa Pride is coming up so be sure to look for the links and different things that we have to show your support to the organization for and uh, and join us and look up Tampa Pride because there's a lot of really fun things happening that whole week and that whole weekend. So if you get a chance, join us on uh, March 23rd and um, I'm going to bring Jess in because there's an amazing person that I've looked up to for years myself and uh, she's been on the road and seen so many changes and I'm so excited that we're able to have her on the podcast today. So um, Jess, you go ahead and take it away. I'll talk to you all uh, later. Thanks. Nice. So of
1: course, here she is. We've got Miss Adela Hansen. She has been in the industry for many, many years, and like Bobby said, we 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 all look up to Adela because of all the things she has done in this industry. And uh, so, thank you for being here, Adela. Well,
2: thank you for having me, and thank you
1: for the invitation. Oh, not a problem. You like literally? I have been trying to get around to asking you for the podcast for like a year now. <laughs> But you were always driving, or something had had come up, or of course there was mats and stuff like that. So, Can you hear us, okay? There we go. Here's Gunny. <laughs>
2: that's
1: that's her little dog, Gunnery. What is it?
2: Sergeant Gunnery Hanson.
1: Sergeant Gunnery Hanson. Oh yeah. He, he looks like a Gunnery.
2: Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Doesn't he look like a sergeant?
1: he does he does
2: i'm I'm
1: sure he guards that truck don't he
2: he thinks he he does
1: all right so for if anybody doesn't know who you are and what you do in the industry and stuff like that would you mind introducing yourself and letting them know
2: Idella hanson Idella m hanson excuse me um just a, just a truck driver, that's all I am. I've just been doing it a long, long, long time, over 55 years now in the industry. So what what, what would you call me a... A, a, a,
1: a pioneer?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: A legend? legend?
2: I don't know about legend, but uh, a poster child, definitely.
1: Yeah, right? So <laughs> if, if many people don't know, Miss Idella if you if you've seen the graphics that I made up for her podcast um if you didn't know Miss Idella does have a petrol stopping center named after her and where is that located at Adela
2: North Little Rock Arkansas
1: it's the North Little Rock Arkansas one okay yeah in 2017
2: I was among five five back I was the only lady that year, but uh, there's many, many, many named after ladies. Carol Nixon, Candy Bass. uh, Boy, my brain just went
1: dead. (laughs) (laughs) We're truckers. That's to be expected. Yeah. So, now, when did you originally get into the industry?
2: 1968. 18 years old. Uh, I started on a gasoline tanker out in California in the family business, the Hanson family business. And I was wet hosing equipment. But uh, I've been driving a vehicle since I was 11. So, and I'll be 74 on my birthday. So you added up. <laughs> you added
1: up. Well, I mean, you I swear, you looked a day, no more than a day over 48. Oh
2: yeah, right. <laughs>
1: yeah 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 so why did why did you i mean other is it was it just because it was a family business that you got into the industry or was it something else
2: well um we moved to arkansas and my husband bought a dump truck and it was a cab over international and uh, I love it. I just loved it. I love it. We were hauling rock and I just, I absolutely love it. I, I don't want to be anywhere else. I was uh, definitely back in 1968. I was definitely an oddity, so to speak. And the Hanson family, if you were in the handsome family, you're going to your keep one way or the other. They were going to put right. one way or the other. And, and uh, I, uh, I just been I, I love
1: it. I absolutely love it. Been doing it ever since. What it so I know you have been everywhere because you you've done little things here and there in the industry. Where is your favorite trucking place to go?
2: The Columbia River the Columbia River Canyon. I fell in love with the Columbia River Canyon many, many, many years ago. was driving for presco
1: that is some of the prettiest country i've ever been in in my entire life i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask i've I've been trucking for eight years i should know this where is that where exactly is that
2: going into oregon Columbia river canyon
1: okay and out in oregon okay yeah well that's pretty cool yeah i'm i've never i've been i've literally been to oregon once in my career
2: i've not run a lot of the northeast but the what what i did do when we we had a a, a, a plant this is prescalite usi lighting we had a plant in Port lane uh we also had one out there in washington and we didn't run it a lot but we did when we did run it i absolutely loved it it was just some of my favorite place to go and crescalite had um, the owned the for the world, for the world's fairs, yes, the the, the pole, the lamps and all that—that that all belonged to Presqu' So when they were renewing it, we we took the 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 reproductions were oh, all, wow. all out there in oh, in cool. Know, oh, it was really cool. Not, I, <laughs> I got to be a butthole and got paid for it too. So. <laughs>
1: and I know, like one of my favorite. favorite. One of my favorite areas is out in the Northwest, which is the Salt Lake City area. So,
2: Yeah, well, I had, uh, we, we they were re- redoing the World's Fair out there at Spokane, and okay. very, uh, the uh, reproduction out there, which we, uh, they had done down in Buda, Texas, but we owned the, the forms, you know, the, the rights to them. And, uh, they loaded them up in a van and that old boy said, well you tell your boss man I want this to come by flathead. And I said, yeah, right, okay. And uh, they had to hand unload it. And of course I told the boss man, I said, I want the next load because we usually did our own plants, you know, plant to plant and
0: factory
2: to, right. back to back. And uh, he sure enough gave me the next one. And he looked at me and he said, I suppose it came in a van. I said, yes sir, sure it did. I got
1: paid
2: to sit there and smile at them while they unloaded it by hand. <laughs> I loved it. I love it. I loved working so, for Prestaline. I really, really did. And I love working for IBI, too.
1: So, like, how, Not. I mean, you don't have to say this. on I'm just, one of my questions is, how many places have you worked in the 55 years that you've done this? Not
2: very many. Um. owned our own company and I hauled chips so that was rr trucking that belonged to me and I am trucking which belonged to me. Prestolite a short stint stint with Tyson for six months and IBI. So just four, five. And I've been with RR I
1: did that in my two. first year. <laughs>
2: yeah uh, I am trucking and R and R trucking belong to me, and uh, press the light. Tyson for six months, and and IBI. That's it.
1: Now, currently, now I I might be wrong about this, but currently, don't don't you team drive with your son?
2: My grandson.
1: Your grandson.
2: I team with my grandson. Yeah, we've been teaming. I've been at IBI over ten years, and and the first part of that was with John Smith, and. Uh, The last five or six years has been with my grandson, and he now he's still at IBI. John Smith is still at IBI, and he teams with his grandson. So okay, yeah, you
0: know,
1: grandson. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any sons. I just had two daughters. What are we doing (laughs) No. I always do. Um, so. You are, I do believe you were like one of the original founders of Real Women in Trucking. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely.
2: Desiree Wood is the founder and Sandy Talbot. And then before they incorporated, they brought me on uh, as a board, member. Okay. a board member. And I'm no longer a board member, but a trustee. I gave up my board membership to, so that some younger, we could be bring some younger and more diverse diversity
1: to our group and what year did that start do you remember i don't <laughs> yes, 2012.
2: i'd have to go look
1: it up i'd have to i'd have to look it up too because you know i don't yeah. remember these things i'm old I, I'm <laughs> bobby is always telling me girl you like 87 years old i believe it sometimes <laughs> it feels like it at the end of the day i'm telling you i'm telling you what these day and age so talking about these day and age in trucking and now everything's tiring back when you started in 1968 you said 68 68 so when you started back in 1968 did you was it extremely hard for women I'm, i'm sure it was it's hard for women to be truck drivers back then and be recognized for what they were doing.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. It, it, it uh, back in 1968, I was running locally, you know, gasoline tanker, and and the only reason I did that is we needed somebody to wet those equipment while his folks, Russell's parents, were back in Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. You um, would get, I would get, you know, I get looked at cross-eyed. Yes. And i knew over the road back then but later on in the next couple of years i did um russell had a problem you know when we drove from brazos if we've we been anywhere uh, even he had a problem because if we went in drove in anywhere he had to be driving when we drove out he had to be driving i did most of the work but he had to show that uh he was the boss, and that, and that was the beginning and the end of a, a good lifetime, 18 years there. But uh, I can't fault the man because he kept me in the truck. He, he, when I had am trucking and R&R trucking, he kept me in the truck. Uh, excellent mechanic, a good daddy, not much of a husband.
1: What can I say? So I know this is probably going to be a controversial question for you then. Um. Do you would you say that your decision to become a truck driver is actually what led to the end of the marriage, kind of thing? No, no,
2: no, 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 uh, no. It wasn't that. That There was a lot of
1: other things that, that didn't have. Any. No, no, no. But it hasn't been. I good. just I know it, a lot of times it can lead to a lot of things.
2: Yeah, it hasn't been conducive to any permanent relationships from then on. John Smith and I've been together 30 years. And the only thing I can say about John and I now in the last. She finds 31, 20 years is we're we're best of friends. You know, we're we're good friends, right? Uh, My loyalty knows no bounds. And my respect doesn't know any bounds either.
1: And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So we have a question here of some from somebody. What is your opinion on speed limiters in trucks currently
2: it's a pain in the ass
1: <laughs> and by the way don't feel uh, i'm sure you have seen us before and you know us personally don't you can cuss where we don't give a damn <laughs> um
2: if they're reasonable i don't see a problem i mean i've been dealing with speed limiters Ever since I came out of my own truck and into uh, Tyson truck, and then of course into the IBI truck, and, and we're governed at 72. Uh, when I was driving the Tyson truck, I was fine on the floor everywhere I went, trying to make time, trying to make money. Right. There's no doubt in my mind, there's a lot of people that work for Tyson that make good money. Chicken hauling is not my forte. I'm telling you right now. Um, running by myself with the electronic logs, I was constantly tr- and, and and to be straight up honest, I was constantly trying to beat the system to make a dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just about the time I thought I had it made in another run, well then I was stuck somewhere and run out of my 10 hours or my 14 or uh, so do I like speed limiters? No, I'm live fast die young, make a good looking
1: so right now
2: i've had enough speeding tickets in my lifetime not in the last 10 years but i've had enough speeding tickets in my lifetime to walk over a rest i
1: I cannot say because of speed limiters i'm lucky that i haven't
2: (laughs) i haven't had a speeding ticket in a good many years but back when i did when i had my own truck there was a (laughs) officer, what was his name, Simmons? Oh, whatever. He and I got to be really good friends. <laughs> he was giving me a damn speeding
1: you You met up on the side of the road a few times and, huh?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, the closer I got to home, the faster I went. <laughs> you know, I, I, I won't deny it. Back then, you could get out of them. You know, you could get out. Of you could keep right. them on but you can't do that anymore. And I, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I really don't. The days of what we used to do and we were bad. Oh my God, when I hauled chips, we were all we were awful. We were terrible. It's a wonder we didn't all end up dead. <laughs> amazing. I mean, just absolutely amazing. But in this day and age, I don't mind my electronic logs. I don't mind them. Uh, of course, now I run teams, so it doesn't really make much, a lot of difference. I don't mind the, uh, I don't mind all the stuff on the truck. It just doesn't
1: bother me. I don't let right. it bother.
2: I do my job. And, uh, that beep and that uh, whatever thing is. The Bendix? Got, yeah, the Med, the, the, uh, yeah,
1: they can take that chunk up their bucks. Oh, I agree. I, I'd like, to, I, any truck that I've ever gotten, I've gotten, or I will get. That's probably one of the first things I bitch about. It's like if I don't know how to break this damn truck when I see something in front of me, uh I don't need to be in the damn truck
2: well i I don't like it when they're not adjusted by it either so. oh
1: yeah any any t- any type of like major rain or snow will can just screw those things royally.
2: yeah, Brian can tell you what I think of it too because I, I woke
1: up last time oh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Are, are you one of those drivers that has, just because I'm watching you, are you one of those drivers that has a little bit of road rage?
2: Oh, absolutely. Not just a little bit. I have a whole lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. but now, I, I'm really a good person now. Since 2017, once I became a TA Petrol Citizen of the Year, I knew that I couldn't get anybody the bird anymore. But I have a girlfriend that I call that does it for me. We, there we you have go. a dealership.
1: Yeah, she does it for me. There you go, there you go. I hear you. So, when were you first, when was the first time you were introduced to Bobby and his organization?
2: Oh, that's a good question. You know, I haven't even thought about that. Several years ago, when it first came out, I've been aware of the organization, probably through Shelly, more than likely. Yeah. I've known Shelly for,
1: Years, and years Years and years. She's old, too. <laughs> yeah,
2: she's crazy,
1: too. Yeah, she's a little awesome. We're not even going to get a- into that subject. Um, are, um, you know,
2: I really don't know. I really don't know. Um, Bobby and the organization. Um, uh, Ann Bailey. Yep. Now yeah, she... she She's a dear, dear, dear friend of mine. Right. I, I wouldn't. In fact, she lives in my in my family's hometown right now, up there in Quincy, Massachusetts. So she she's an awesome lady. She she's answered a lot of questions for me over the
1: so years. So let me ask you this: that you, I mean, you've been in the industry a long time, and you've you've met more drivers than most of us probably will ever meet along the way. Yes, sir. Did you ever feel, think that at one point in time in the industry that there would be an LGBTQ truck driver network kind of situation, or?
2: Oh, absolutely. It, it had to come about once we got, once we got social media and we got cell phones and we got the electronics. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and I'm a firm believer in respect. I'm a yeah. reader and respect, and, and respect doesn't know any gender, any bounds, any color. You know, it, it, should, it should be that way, and I feel that way most wholeheartedly because when I started out, there wasn't a lot of respect for what I did. I
1: mean, right.
2: especially pulling flatbed. You know, I was doing flatbed when women just didn't do flatbed unless they were... Quote, quote, unquote, what are you so and so? Well, you know, maybe I am and maybe I'm not. It's none of your business. Right. As long as I do my job and I do it well, then it shouldn't be an issue. Um, uh, it's not your job. It's not his job. It's not my job. It's not their job. It's my job and I do it well.
1: Right. There's, there's a lot of people in this industry, unfortunately, that, you know, Our keyboard warriors and they like to send out threats and everything else to us and to the different, you know, LGBTQ individuals that are out driving and stuff like that. And so have you ever, as yourself as a female driver, ever encountered, like, death threats or threats of any kind as, you know, from other drivers, you know, out on the road? Now, yes,
0: threats. Never, well, never address
2: threats. Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, I don't even remember what was going on, but the guy was very threatening, and I finally told him, he said, well, you'll you get out of that damn truck, I'll just rip your ass, and I said, "Well, nothing. I said, ain't uh, 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 karate ain't nothing to a crowbar, but you know, I put a tractor and trailer here, or 85 foot tractor and trailer, I said, I'll run your ass over before you get to me. Right. And that's just, so- yeah, I have been threatened, yes. I have been threatened, but nothing that was, that uh, stopped me from what I was doing. And I, and I'm a dumbass sometimes. I, I used to go West Memphis over there in the bad area and get out and open the gate and go in and, and uh, wouldn't lock the gate wouldn't shut the gate behind me right over there in West Memphis, not far from the Loves, before the loves was put in there. And um, just never gave it a thought. I was, I never was, I'm not afraid of the dark. Yeah. I've never been afraid of the dark. And and uh, therefore, I have put myself in the path of danger without meaning to. But I've never been where I was I was scared.
1: Well, that's good. And it's good. And, you know, I, I'm sure a lot more women drivers and female drivers need to have that mindset but there's probably a lot out there that are just, that have never really been taught by other female drivers how to do it.
2: Well, and then the next thing I have to say, going to work for IBI opened my eyes, because I've been here over 10 years, opened my eyes to things that I wasn't paying attention to, that I should have been paying attention to. And, and, and that being said, I had never shot a gun before I came to work for IBI, and they should never have given this old lady a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, again, you know, I can't tell you what I hauled or anything like that, but I'm sure you're aware that it, it, it runs up into the millions of dollars. And uh, it hauls just like anything else. Yeah. It hauls just like toilet paper or whatever Uh, it doesn't bother me I am more aware and they have taught me a lot of things that I didn't know to look for and that I do look for now Um, there's been some things going on in the truck stops now that, and of course I'm on a couple of trucking committees and and, um, action stuff and the very day that we were doing that meeting one of my girlfriends was in a truck stop in down around charlotte i think and they were evacuating the truck shop because there was a truck vehicle in there with a bomb in it and it was really a bomb oh my god what is that that's scary that's scary so i'm beginning to think and just just a thought that maybe some of this artificial intelligence you know the pictures and the, what's the word i'm looking for the facial recognition may not be yeah. Yep. now i was pulled into the Kentucky Scales the other day and pulled around back for an inspection, and when he came out with this book, he had about six pages of nothing but pictures of me in the truck, my truck size, and everything inside my truck, and I'm going, wow. (laughs) Just wow. So, if you're dumb enough to pick up your phone and do something with it, and you get caught, well, you shouldn't have, you know. Lesson learned. You know, I was just, I mean, I didn't get in trouble for anything. I, I had just washed everything up on the truck, and the carriage and everything, and, and I knew I would get a good inspection, but still, when he, he pulled that book up there with all them pictures on there, I thought, holy crap.
1: Yeah, there's, you, there's so much shit <laughs> up there that, you know, with all the, like, red light cams and Oh, All yeah. these shippers and receivers—they oh. got more cameras on those places than you know. They know what to do with.
2: Well, in the truck stops now, I'm beginning to think because of what's been going on and the scary stuff. Now and again, I'm not a scary, scaredy cat. I'm not afraid to walk across the parking lot. But I'm wondering, you know, those uh, uh, cameras that are on the portable cameras that are like in towers, like like you see yeah. in malls at Christmas time. I'm beginning to think that they have them on poles in some of the sketchier areas of town. I'm beginning to think that maybe the truck stop should adopt them. I'm just,
1: you know, just a thought. Kind of like the loves that's down here almost in downtown Nashville. (laughs) Oh, really? I don't know anything about them. I do believe they started using them not too long ago, but they did start using them just because of all of the uncomfortable (laughs) girls. that used to destroy and you know rome and then they had a lot of uh oh cargo theft going on oh okay okay i understand that. so yeah it it, it most I'm, companies I'm, most companies have that laws listed as a no zone so yeah.
2: well i'm a am uh, a, 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 a big supporter of TAC truckers against truck 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 tra- tra- trafficking Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we've had
1: them. We've actually had them on our podcast before.
2: Isn't she marvelous? You know, Desiree actually helped her get that started.
1: That's cool. Yeah, we've uh, we had—I don't even remember when it was. But, you know, we worked with them right after. I do believe it was right after mats of last year. Yeah. And yeah. so.
2: She is a wonderful girl. A wonderful, wonderful, wonderful organization. I like rain. You know, that's the the hot the phone for that sort of thing. I, I'm a big, and you know, trafficking isn't just, just a okay. right. Yeah, it's it's children, it's men, it's young men, it's it's teens that are vulnerable. Oh, yes, it's scary. It's scary. There,
1: down in uh, Montgomery, Alabama. No, not Montgomery, Birmingham. Yeah. At the one flying jay there at uh, Daniel Payne Drive, I there's been multiple times that I have had girls walk up to my truck, and you, you you could just tell. And they were like, and I you know being who I am, I'm like, you are so barking up the wrong tree. And I kid you not, before I know knew it, there was a young man standing there saying, "Hey, I hear you like my kind of people." Whoa. And i knew i i knew for a fact this young man was no more than 17 years old and i actually called the cops and they came and got him.
2: they well they used to have the pimps or whatever you know their their solicitors riding around in cars now they do it electronically it's on the internet that is so scary I, i'm so ignorant of some of that stuff but it it, it scares me it
1: scares right me. so we've got a couple of questions here in the uh chat here which if ever you see them pop up and you want to answer them that's fine but one person here it's got to be somebody from our organization because it you know has our title in it (laughs) it says watching the connection of drivers over the years change what can we do as drivers to bring back together the support for each other
2: oh i don't think it's you know, it, I, you know, back when I first started, if you broke down, you were on the side of the road. You, you were dependent on somebody to stop and give you a ride to the truck stop or stop and make a phone call for you or, or send back help. And, and, and now that we have all have cell phones and stuff that's not necessary, then I don't think it's went away. I really don't. I think that social media is not a horrible thing. The, 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 the communication is a lot better. And I think right here is where the help is at. This is how we help each other. Right. Uh, do you expose yourself for criticism when you stick your nose out there and say something? Well, yeah. You sure do. You sure yep. do. But 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 I get horrified by some of the stuff now the the the, the uh, what was it year before last that your your booth was right next to RWIT? Year before uh-huh. last that mask? Yeah, i think
1: so yeah
2: and 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 i was some of the stories that desiree was telling me i was just absolutely horrified about you know that that, that people didn't want to be next to your booth well what the hell does that mean
1: I people mean, actually pet when they when they came in to uh, put their booth together they looked at the sign seen who it was and literally right away asked to be moved and paid extra money to be moved Excuse me. Do you have cooties? Oh God, yes, we do.
2: <laughs>
1: oh girl, we, we had it all. We we had like cups and t shirts and we even gave away condoms, girl. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, absolutely. We they they all loved us after a while and then you know, matter of fact, when we left, oh they even told Bobby you were mean- one of the best booths there.
2: I, 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 in my opinion, we couldn't have been in a better spot as yeah. far as I, I I just I just, it reminds me when, when I was in second grade, said, ooh, ooh, ooh you got cuties, you know. <laughs> just, it's just unbelievable. You it know, is, it's
1: ridiculous. When I was
2: in second grade, I don't have the chip tooth anymore, they're crowned now, but I had a chip tooth and I carried that for years and years up until I got hit in the mouth with a dolly crane, and had to have it crowned. I mean, capped. Uh, Lynn Taunts, I won't ever forget this, he kicked me in the mouth. And when they asked him why, he said, well, because she's ugly. <laughs> so, okay, you know. What can I say?
1: Hey, you know what? There was bullies back it. then. There was that bullies back sense. then, and there's bu- there'll always be bullies somewhere. I, when we hate but it, then- we don't like it, but, you know.
2: It's a stupid story, but... I come from a town. Well, now Lake Elsinore's a big town now, but back then it was a town of two thousand, and we lived on the other side of the lake. So uh, there was only like fifteen of us that started kindergarten and graduated together, and he was one. Of, he was. One of <laughs> he lives. He so was
1: somebody fun. else here has asked, uh, <laughs> what is your stance on convoys like the People's Convoy and? Convoy march on Washington, D.C., the 10th floor, stuff like that. What is your opinion about that?
2: That they want to do it more power to them, but I I, I think it's a waste of time and a waste of uh, diesel. Yeah, why? There's nothing wrong with voicing your opinion, signing petitions and stuff, but I I don't see them winning anything. You know, I, I, I I just don't see it. and you know, some of my some of my, the people that I admire and deal with are in that yeah you
1: know,
2: and and so but I don't make any comments or say anything because they are good people I just I just um, I would rather stand up and tell you what I think than get in a comment I I I just so
1: is there anything is so I may have missed this, because I think you said it already, but I think I missed it. Um, and I'm pretty sure, like I literally, I have scanned over all yourself for the last year or so. Do you haul, are you a, I kind of swore you were like a Loomis driver or something. You're not far off.
2: Okay. I am an armored car. I am armed and armored. Traffic. OK. OK. Kind of like Loomis, but not. Um armed and armored um but we're an 18-wheel you know what i'm saying right you're not far off but we are the only armored company in the united states that is licensed to haul hazmat
1: okay
2: and a lot of your precious stuff is considered hazmat because it's environmentally dangerous not necessarily glow-in-the-dark dangerous because right we don't do any dod or anything like that but uh, 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 a lot of your stuff is in pellets or in a slurry or in a powder and uh, they're environmentally uh, a danger to the environment.
1: Okay, okay.
2: So, makes sense?
1: That makes some more sense because I was like, I know I had to do something with being armored and stuff like that, but I just I, I told Bobby, I said, I don't know, I, I think it's like a luminous thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: It is, but we are the only ones, like I said, that have has that, that are licensed to do the has now.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Now now that doesn't mean that other people can't do it. They can, but we're the only armored company that has it. Okay.
1: Well that's kinda cool. I mean it's definitely different, you know, it's not something that a whole lot of people do, obviously, because it is one company, you know. So
2: you have no idea for a small company how interesting the stuff that it is that we do in the places that we go absolutely fascinating. I love it. Sometimes it's a new, sometimes it's the same old stuff every day and sometimes it's something brand new. Right. It's definitely interesting. Definitely. And of course, I, I, I'm not, I, I, I am armed, but I can only wear it when I'm in uniform and identified. Okay. So otherwise it's all locked up.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense to me. And and our trailers, you know, unfortunately, a lot of trailers out there are not well. You know, they a lot anybody can really get into those (laughs) fuckers. I mean, a plast a plastic little seal and open the door and there it is. Yeah, well, and and often, very very often, if I am on
2: somebody will say, "Well, truck driver can't carry guns. How come you got one?" I said, "Well, who told you that lie?"
1: Yeah right yeah Dot DOT and fmcsa has no rules over there it has to do with the company but i am
2: licensed i mean we are armored cars so armored cars a little
1: different story so i know you're if i remember right you were getting ready for a trip to dc again right
2: Uh, desiree's going desiree's going absolutely i'm not but desiree is
1: okay now you but you have been there with her
2: Yes. to a few of these oh, yeah. things F-M-C-A-F-M-C.
1: FMCFA
2: there you go oh yeah <laughs> absolutely and I am on uh, uh we're uh doing uh the parking coalition I'm on a board now with uh, uh some DOT from I well I can't name all of them off right now but uh, we're we're definitely looking into stuff and, and uh, talking so,
1: you know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, they come to us and they say, you know, well, we see all these different women's groups and these other groups that are always there at D.C. and we never see you guys there. Um, and it's because we're not asked, you know, and, you know, you, you can see Desiree there and some other counterparts <laughs> and other things like that.
2: I do have something to ask right now. If anybody yeah. in the that's listening has had a lease option, lease purchase, and had a bad one. They need to go to that FMCSA site and and talk about it because they're they're looking into it now, you know, a bad lease option, lease purchase. Um, You can uh, go on the RWIT site and and find where to to the FMCSA. Um, I am not a good speaker, Desiree. She's the one that's got all the knowledge, all the names. She is so smart. I'm more grassroots. Right. Ask the question what I've been doing, what I see out here on the road. I'm more grassroots hands on.
0: Well, I was gonna ask
1: you is, you know, do you feel that we as the LGBTQ plus or community should be represented more in these big things that are going to see?
2: Absolutely. If you have somebody that, that you feel is qualified, now, uh, that has speak to it, has had experience, has has hands-on person, absolutely. Oh, I don't give a damn what color your eyes are. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Right. Now, there's some things that have happened. Uh, assault. You know, uh, workplace violence. Uh, Is it, it? You can't say it's assault on women anymore. You can't say that because right. it 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 knows no gender no color no sex so any kind of workplace violence whether it's ship or receiver in the workplace you need to speak up you need to you need to put your embarrassment aside and say something well
1: you know one of the things easy.
2: it is not easy because i had to testify on something and i had to go tell my boss man what happened to me and I had kept it to myself for a long time, and it was the most embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm a, I, you know, I was 64, 65. And uh, I shouldn't have had to go through that. Right. I didn't say anything because I was new on the job, and you know, I didn't know how they looked at it, and this person had me convinced that they were, you know, the guru, and he was nothing but a damn alcoholic there you go you, you I know that we as an
1: organization, we as an organization we do we we vet companies for the lgbtq you know community that we represent and stuff like that and we you know one of the things that we definitely ask is for our the you know future transgender drivers who could possibly work working there and we actually ask you know be like listen, you know, if this situation ever came up, you know, if someone followed the transgender female or male into a truck and raped them, what are you going to do about it? And you'd be shocked at how many of them just say, well, we would actually listen to our veteran driver who has been there longer. And then we have companies like uh, Taz Trucking here in Bowling Green, Kentucky, who not only would they, listen to both sides but they would fully you know prosecute the veteran driver fire the veteran driver and even pay for not only the lawyers and the fees for the person that was attacked but then also pay for counseling for them afterwards
2: oh absolutely absolutely it, it, it again it's a how do i say this we've had so many horrific situations where it was the weekend, and hr couldn't call blah 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 they weren't there when the lady got there uh okay i have to be careful what i'm saying here um one situation was is this stuff went on and when the police said well why were you in the truck with a, a, a man that you don't know why okay so now you get to the situation where you go to to this and make a file of complaint. Well, did you make a police report? Okay, well, I made a police report. Well, he was saying things. Well, words don't hurt you. Why are you making a report? This is silly. But then when you get in there and you get to to whatever it is and their question is, well, did you make a police report? Why didn't you? So it's a catch-all. It's a, a, a It's a Bermuda trying It's a Bermuda Triangle for anybody, you know. Well, why did you dress that way? It's, I'm
1: not doing this well. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. And we, you know, there's just way too many situations out there that can lead from one thing to another. And a lot of people just in trucking don't realize all the dangers that really are in this industry,
2: but some of these companies they don't want to hear about, it. They, don't to hear about it. they don't want to hear about it they don't want to hear it they don't want to hear that you had a problem or this guy was being or this person was being abusive and it, it's again it's not a male female problem I, I i've got videos i have videos of where another lady was kicking another person out of the truck because things didn't go her way quote unquote right. um the the, the the trainer stabbed at students?
1: Well, I will say that is definitely, that is like a whole podcast in itself.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. But I tell you what, uh, I'm not good with remembering a lot of stuff, and I do have to be careful of some of the things that are going on, because we do have some lawsuits going on. Right, right. But we have I mean, lawsuits, we have as, as RWIT, we have one we have yeah. one it's supreme court too
1: so so is know, there anything want... is there anything that you would like to give like advice wise for like future truckers that are thinking about coming into the industry right now or
2: right now you know i own and operated my own company for years and years and years but uh, i'm not real keen on being owner operators anymore i think Know what you're getting into, because it's not its not like it was. It is a lifestyle, and you know what I'm talking about. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And and until I went to work for IBI, I was home every weekend. I was active in my church. I was active in my community. Uh, I did a lot of different things, but when I went to work for IBI, I'm gone. You know, we're, we're gone for four weeks, and we're home nine days, which is good. That's great, but it doesn't... Uh, Produce continuity, so a person really has to know what they're getting into, uh, what's involved, and, and, and some of our government agencies uh, push truck driving. Oh, you can go to go to school for this many weeks and become. Uh, oh, they a push
1: them in and push them out as quickly as possible. Now it's like a, it's like a assembly line.
2: It is, and it is, and, and it, it a lot of it's for people who who are economically challenged. You know, when I was 35, I was working for IDI like USI Lighting, I forgot about that. I didn't work for them, I was with them 10 years. And I'd still be with them if they hadn't went out of business or if they hadn't got rid of the trucks. It, well, after they got rid of their own trucks, it wasn't long before they were out of business. J.B. Hunt convinced them that they could do LTL for them and it would work and it didn't. But um, that's beside the point. Um, No, I'm lost. <laughs>
1: You're fine. You're fine. That happens to the best of us. Well, I do want to thank you.
2: Coming into the business and you can get a couple years under your belt, yeah. the best thing to do is look for somebody that hauls their own product at least one way. The manufacturer, because I work with USI Lighting, Prescalite, and for the first five years we hauled nothing but our own stuff. And then the last five years, like out of California, um we were hauling a product back but that was just about all we went into canada we went from plant to plant working for the manufacturer is top notch back then i was making 35 cents a mile when everybody else was making 18 and 19. you know uh, i've right. been very very lucky i have never looked for a job they've always come to me and i was driving uh, my own truck when press came to me um I've
1: been very, very lucky. I've never looked for a job.
2: I've never applied for a job. They've always come to me. That's good. But
1: does that make me special? No, it just makes me go. <laughs> well, Adela, I do thank you for being here today, and thank you for agreeing to come on here, and so people could, you know, get to know you and understand the things that you've seen and done, and all the things that you advocate for, and you know, you have been always one of our top-notch drivers that we've always looked up to here at the organization
2: thank you you know it's a matter of respect for yourself and for your fellow fellow driver driver there's the word driver
1: right absolutely and
2: well i do thank you you have got to come by the sisters of the road
1: all right You've got, we will. To
2: You've got to come by and all right <laughs>
1: All right, well, we thank you very much. We hope you have a good day. Stay safe out there and uh, enjoy the view.
2: Thank you, sweetheart.
1: All right, have bye. You. All right, guys, so that was our podcast with Miss Adela Hansen. If you need any information or you'd like to know any information, she is on social media, just like everybody else is. And apparently, Bobby has gone and came in here cause he wants to talk to somebody, I guess, I don't know.
0: No, you're fine, I just wanted to say hi and uh, that was pretty much it. I just was gonna say hi and thank everybody for continuing to tune in. And then I wanted to remind everybody that we basically are on everything now from Spotify to, so you can listen to this if you don't wanna watch it always and uh, the video, you can always listen to the audio of our spot, of our podcast every week pretty much anywhere that um, that you can listen to them at. Cause I literally have listed us, I think we're in like 19 different places now. And uh, But if you in any of these episodes, can either be watched on the pages, but you also can watch them on YouTube. So we do have a YouTube channel as well. So continue to support us. And I thank you all so much for everything. Um, we can't do it without everybody. And um, I just thank you all for everything.
1: And I thank everybody for watching today. I don't, I'm not sure if people really want to listen to my voice on Spotify. They might wreck their vehicles or their trucks. I'm not sure. And apparently <laughs> I say um too much according to Derek. So. There's that. Know,
0: there's that. Things but that make thank you, you go um. Thanks everybody <laughs> for
1: watching. As I always say at the end of all my. Uh, when I do the podcast. Always remember to stand up. Stand out and stand proud. Bye.